Welcome to Guided Way Ministries with Pastor Alan Rogers. In a fast-growing cold world, this message offers you the bread of life and an opportunity to drink from the fountain of living water. In this message, you will hear only the truth, and if you do not want to listen to it, turn it off. If you are hungry for revelation in the Word of God, if you hunger and thirst after righteousness, if you are looking to be spiritually uplifted, be willing to listen, and listen with all your attention. For what you will hear in this message is not carnal, but spiritual. We hope you are blessed, edified, and fully rejuvenated in your spirit to continue with everyday life. separation in the Holy Ghost. There is no part that is missing or that is put together and then you can see where it was put together, not with God. When he makes all things new, everything is new. When he puts your life together, there's no flying. When we read the Bible and we read it according to the flesh, I used to divide the Bible. That's one reason I really love reading Genesis because I used to divide the Bible. Genesis, well, the Old Testament was the Old Testament, and that was in the flesh that physically happened, and then the New Testament was spiritual, and that's wrong. It's all spiritual. From Genesis 1-1 to Revelation 22-21, it's all spiritual. It's all about Jesus. None of it is about anything else but Jesus since the beginning to the end. There is no flaw, no heart, no gap in the word of God. Now, if you read it in the flesh, it doesn't make any sense. And yeah, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. And, and it's, it's confusing. But it says that it was written for a stumbling block to the Jews, but in the spirit. There's no gap. There's nothing wrong when God does something in his perfect. That robe was made of many colors. I looked up what the robe was, but I can't remember what the many colors stood for. But the rope that he had was without seed. When God's in it, it's perfect. And when we have our trust and our dependence and our faith and everything that we have, our desires are with God, we don't have nothing to do. He said, I'm going to give you the desires of your heart. I won't withhold any good thing from you. Whatsoever you ask, I'll do it. If we have Jesus. For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies. Now them that are such we command and exhort by our Lord Jesus Christ that with quietness they work and eat their own bread. And ye brethren, be not weary in well-doing. So sometimes we are doing the will of God to the best that we can, and it feels like nothing's happening. It almost can feel like a waste of time it doesn't seem like things are working. In fact, a lot of times when things you start doing for God, things go terribly wrong. Because the devil sees and knows if they get there, I'll lose them. If I let God bless them, I will lose them. So if I can scare them into stopping, they won't receive the blessings from God. How many people do you see walk through the church doors and they sit down and they enjoy themselves and they walk out and the devil slaps them as hard as he can? Don't go back to that church. And a lot of people stop. 
the children of Israel, when they when God was about ready to bring them out, things got worse. And when it got worse, they gave up. If it had not been, I love that song, the Lord who was on our side. If it not had not been the mercy of God, the children of Israel would have never came out of Egypt. Because they panicked. They got scared. When the devil stood up, they sat down. We cannot do that. When we see that God has a blessing for us and we stand up and the devil stands up, we're supposed to be like David and run towards the fight, not run away. Because there's victory on the other side of Goliath. There is victory on the other side of the wall of Jericho. But you can't sit down and run from it. You've got to face it. Face in the name of Jesus. What did David say? You come against me with sword and spear shield. Yes, you come against me with anger. You come against me with drunkenness. You come against me with fornication. You come against me with bitterness and hatred. But I come against you in the name of the Lord. And you cannot lose. You can. When the devil comes in like a flood, that's it. He will stand. He will let you know. He will stop you before it gets there. Sometimes he'll let him Sometimes God lets those bad things happen for a reason because it looks bad to us, but it's actually a very good thing. If Joseph would not have been sold, they would have all died in the land. God let his brothers do that. And Joseph even told them, you did it to be mean or to be evil, but God did it for good. It was God that sent me here. It would look like a rough way to be sent, you got to go through something that you want to go So we can't run. We can't give up. He says, don't faint in well-doing. Keep doing good. And trust me, the more good you do, the bigger the fight you're going to do. But they only make you stronger and make things better because the bigger the fight, the bigger the victory. The smaller the fight, the smaller the victory. Keep in mind not to give up. Joseph didn't give up no matter what they put him through. So the Bible says they heard his feet and stopped with irons. He didn't, he didn't stop. He threw him in prison, Paul said, Jesus threw him in prison for years. We cannot give up. We got to hold on. Jesus didn't give up. He endured that cross. When you can get beat beyond recognition and still hold on, look at the victory that you won at the end of the day. Keys to the kingdom, power, and death. I mean, he has all. All power is given unto him. So when we endure, we will get the victory as well. We're going to Romans 128. Even as they did not like to retain God in power, God gave them over to the Children of Israel, they asked for meat, and they didn't ask politely. 
They didn't ask because they were just hungry and they wanted me. And Lord, if you give it to us, they do. If you don't, they don't. That's not what they were asking or the way they were asking. They were saying, we loathe this light bread. We hate the path that you have chosen for us. We don't like this. We want to satisfy our flesh. We want meat and so much. Okay, God, you don't ever, ever, ever want God to change his answer. It never works out for the good for When God tells you no, eat no at no, because there's going to be a very big blessing at the end. When God tells you yes, eat yes at the end. If he changes his mind, it never works out. And do it it's all bad it's, it's all bad and Jesus works with you and he forgives you and he has compassion and he continually helping and continually making intercession for us and continually talking to God and I already paid and then give him one more chance after a while there is no more there is no more when Jesus says okay you go this is the report you want me to give this is the report and when God gets that report and it doesn't have Jesus' stamp on it, you're all bad. It's, it's all bad for you. He will, he will give you a reprobate mind to do all of those things that you just read and think that it's good. He said you will believe a lie, which means you will think that you're doing just fine and you're not. You're not doing fine. If God gives that report, let it change. Let Jesus change the report. Let's make sure every single day what report did what report did I give him? When Jesus saw me today, what did he write? That's a bad report. That, that's not good. Alan had an opportunity to read. We want the report where Alan had a chance to read. He read and then he was a little late for work because he read more. He got up and he prayed. Those are the reports that we want. They don't stop. That report on Halloween, I'll never forget that. <laughs> the night of the Halloween, the trunk or cheek thing, whatever it is. Nothing. That's the kind of reports Jesus wants. When we go beyond what we are taught. Because he says, when you did everything you were bidden to do, say you're unfaithful because you should have done it. We need to give, we need Jesus to get that report every day that it's good. Because if Jesus says, he that is filthy, let him be filthy still. That day there's not going to be no, I'm sorry. I got it now. It's going to be too late. He that is unholy, let him be unholy still. We don't want to hear those words because there is no, no I'm sorry out there. When he says he that is righteous, let him be righteous still, we want to be in that number. We want to be in that number. He that is holy, let him be holy still. We want to be in that number. When he tells his angel, go and seal my servants in the forehead, we want to be in that number. Because if he tells his angel, go and seal my servants, and he passes by me and I didn't get that seal, there is no I'm sorry. There's no more, okay, one more chance. There's no more one more chances. You had them all this whole time. There is no more one more chance. So we need to make sure today that Jesus gets that report. And when he gets the report and he says, go and step my servants in the court, there's Alan, there's Mary's, they're all getting stabbed. That is what we want to see. And we're not going to physically see it. It's all a spiritual thing. So if this flesh is not under subjection, we're going to be under subjection. Let us all let Jesus have a good 
the word of God that you have heard and received with an open heart. To live it out actively with all of your being will yield you a bountiful return. Thank you for listening to this message as I hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to show you the path of life and an opportunity of a lifetime. It is Christ's love and support that makes this opportunity possible. Please visit Guided Way Ministries online for more products, partnership, or to join. Visit us on Anchor to become a listener supporter. May God bless you. May He keep you. May He shine His face always upon you. And may He forever keep you.